both American and Iraqi and the blood on George Bush and Dick Cheney's hands is an unforgivable stain upon America, but we cannot forget Barack Obama and Donald Trump also have blood on their hands, and I mean the blood of many, many, of course. many, many people. Anyway, uh, yeah. Very true. Yeah. Has that been on your mind lately? No, really. You know what's been on my mind is uh, I was going to a, I went to a drive-in movie theater last night, and I almost saw the double feature. I thought, man, what if the double feature is like, what if the joke is uh, is that it's actually porn? The second movie is porn. That would and, be. And uh, you know, like you have thirty seconds to clear out your family before the porn starts. Thirty seconds. I like that policy. Just like feature. get the fuck out. Yeah. We're trying to it's watch porn. Yeah, in your car. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's the that's the ideal. That sounds way better than a porno theater where it's just like free range jerking it. At a at a drive-in, you have at least like it's like a booth. It's more like one of those booths at a porno shop, where you can like. Yeah. Um, wait, were there booths where you could like go and look at porn in the porno shop and like jerk yeah, off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. And, yeah, because there would be like, there would be like a hole in the booth, right? And it's like, oh, yeah. what could this be? What could happen here? Yeah, your uh, mic is making a weird buzzing. Like. Yeah, it's a buzzing underneath it. I yeah. don't know what it is. It's uh. It's the cord. It, the, your XLR. It, no, it's the this microphone is it's still in good shape, but it's a bit old, so the casing is kind of separated a little bit. Oh, I feel you. Like the adhesive is kind of worn a bit, so it's not like perfectly together. And when that happens, there you get a little bit of a buzz. Um, so I just have. Oh, there you go. That's good. That's good. Now it's gone. It's gone. Now. It's always weird. I, I turn the monitor off when I'm not actively, when I'm not actively like trying to troubleshoot audio problems. I can't like, <laughs> I can't hear myself while I'm talking. It fucks with me. Oh, really? I love that. I love hearing myself talk. I like, I'm fine with it after the fact. I can like critique myself, you know, like be kind of be objective. But like during it, it's like, unless there's, in, unless it's like perfect and there's no delay, then, then it's kind of better. But anytime I can hear myself slightly after I'm talking, it just fucks with me because then it's yeah. almost like it adds more to the process of like, because it starts in your brain and then it goes to your mouth and then it's out in the open and then but then it's also coming through a speaker and just like an extra dimension of hearing myself. Yeah, when I was used to talk on the radio, I used to have that problem because I, I used to uh, oh, I yeah. used to it. So I used to I just used to enjoy hearing my voice because it was like a weird kind of almost a weird sensory thing. Yeah. Did you do college radio? Uh, I mean, it was a college station, but we really did classical, so it was just classical okay. music and stuff. So I just used to DJ classical radio hours did they, and stuff. Did they make you like monitor yourself? Were they like, ah, get used to it? This is how the pros do it, or was it like a, was that just like no? A they just had a pair of headphones there. I mean, you didn't have to wear them, but it was nice because then you could know kind of. I I could dial in my my speaking voice pretty well. Sure. Because I didn't really want to mess with the over, like, I didn't want to mess with the dial too much at that time. So I just, yeah. would, like, have it and then I could give myself, like, a good, like, oh, am I too close to the mic? Am I far enough away? Where right. Where should I be? And uh, I also kind of, like, got you, I, I could really critique my own radio voice that way. Yeah, I just, well, that's cool. I just, uh, I don't want, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I do not. I do not want to. I I do not. I do not want to. To do this thing. It's very um. Uh, is bullshit. Uh, it's I do not fuck with it. Uh, 
I was there. I was watching a a fucking debate today, uh, between it was a socialism versus capitalism debate, which I've seen. Oh, classic. Uh, yeah, exactly. And but then it it was between like this kind of uh socialist YouTube guy and then another and, and then the capitalist was like basically a neo-Nazi French guy who also happens to have a PhD in fucking uh, genetic uh, biology. Is that what it's called? Um, genetic biology? Ge genetic genealogy. Uh, yeah. Genetics? I, I guess, yeah. Something like that. And uh, so he, like, argues for, in favor of eugenics um, and, like, gene pools in, in the affirmative and shit like that. But then he also, oh, that's fun. yeah, but he like, whenever it's like, oh, how can you like, how can you prove that? And he's like, oh, well, I have a PhD in Bepede, so I think I know a thing or two about genetics. And it's like, oh, shit. Well, how is anyone supposed to fucking argue with you on? But so it's just like a classic example of someone uh, like using their power for evil. <laughs> That's just wild to me. I don't know. I mean, I feel like when the first time you hear about eugenics, you're like, yeah, okay. And then it's like, oh, that doesn't actually work. Well, that's why this guy so was was so good at, uh, like, debating, like, from an objective, like, debating standpoint. Because he was like, well, everyone practices eugenics to some extent. And it's like, fuck. Right. Like, even unconsciously, when, when two people are like, oh, I like your pheromones, I think we'll produce good offspring. That's, like, fucking kind of eugenics in a way, to be like, unless you're, like, you know, I'm gonna fuck even the most unfavorable, like, person, and I hope we have fucked up kids, uh, that then I guess you're just, like, completely free of eugenics. Um, I mean, I don't know. So I've met some people who just, like, have kids. It's like, why did you have kids? Oh, yeah, sure. Like, compulsively? Well, no, I mean, just, like, people that are, like, like, won't stop having kids. Like, I, I knew this guy at work, and he was just, like, Sounds compulsive. Like, seven kids. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, like, why do you need seven kids? I, my, why? My fucking scoutmaster, when I was a kid, uh, he was a... He was a doctor, and I don't know if he was, like, the primary, like, if that was their only source of income, but, yeah, they had, like, eight or nine kids, and then, like... You're a doctor, you can, like, you do pretty well with eight or nine kids. Yeah, depends, I guess it depends on your practice. In New York, there's, like, so many ways to be a doctor, like, you can be, like, there's a city MD, basically, on every street corner, like, Walgreens. And, uh, but, but then there's also, like, uh, there's fucking other kinds of doctors here. Like, there's so many, like, free health clinics, I guess, and being a doctor at one of those must be kind of a, maybe, I imagine, a labor of love, in a way. Well, um, I mean, being a doctor should be a labor of love. It's insane to me that doc doctors make as much money as they do. Like, it's just like, why... Like a landlord, right? That should be a labor of love as well, to provide housing to people. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, why are you using people's health as a way to, like, make money? Uh, I... Like, why are you using... It doesn't make sense. I don't know if this is a Western American thing, but I think every... I think pride is a big thing of it, because... But almost by because because people's health is so it, it it's such like a liability maybe is the primary thing that you have to go to medical school for what six years it takes ten years to be a doctor so just like oh, yeah four of it you have to go to four you got to go to med school and then you got like two to four years of okay well yeah it usually takes a long time and and a lot of work. And uh, even if you come from money, there's like you you still have to put in a lot of work to be a doctor. Yeah, I and, mean, and, being and, a doctor is fine, but why are you getting paid four hundred thousand dollars a year to be a doctor? Oh yeah, that's what I mean. That it's it's all like a yeah, the salary is just whatever the demand for is your job. Yeah, doctors doctors should be able to live, but like doctors and teachers should get paid 
closer to the same amount of money. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, because isn't teaching just teachers should get paid more? I don't know if they should get paid as much as doctors. I'd have to think about it. On on its face, I don't. I'm not. I wouldn't be opposed to like, what if we paid teachers a six figure income? That'd be that'd be sick. But I don't know if it would. Yeah, I mean, doctor. I mean, teachers should make ninety grand a year. That should be fair enough. Yeah, I mean, seventy-five to a hundred thousand dollars a year. I don't know why that's an unfair number for a teacher who devotes their entire life to raising the next generation. That's like the next to most important job that you have. Yeah, yeah, I can't argue with that. That's fucking uh. Yeah, because I I think of it just the not. I don't know if you would call it emotional labor or or like or what, but just like corralling children and like and and like having having to like make yourself having to make children pay attention and and educate them and get good test scores, which is like seems largely outside of one's control, whether or not someone chooses to learn. It, it like if you're a teacher and you're not like making the kids educated you're not doing your job so it's no. uh so yeah i i something like that seems like maybe maybe toss a couple bucks their way yeah, every now and again yeah, couple, you know you just a little raise i mean yeah. i as a plumber, journeyman plumber will make a hundred thousand dollars a year. So I don't understand why teachers aren't making more than I am. Because what I do is important. It's necessary to the survival of civilization. Yeah. But teachers are also that way. But like a teacher doesn't make more than like forty. They might top at fifty. Yeah, it's usually It's usually between 36 and 50. Yeah, if you're I think yeah, that sounds about right <laughs> cuz uh someone I know was a I've known a couple substitute teachers in the city in New York. And in New York, being a teacher isn't as bad as other places, but it's still just right. like bottom shelf, you know. Um, or close to it, uh, and, but like even a full-time, uh, someone I know was a full-time teacher for a brief period, um, and be and it was so brief, and they went back to being a sub because it was just a ridiculous workload for like, yeah, you it, there there really is like a labor of love element to every full-time teacher, I think, because it it it, it just seemed so uh because this was someone who was trying to do like other things with their life i guess right like oh, hold on. <laughs> all right continue all good like be an artist is... yeah, be an yeah artist. i saw i Why saw the <laughs> i saw the cat <laughs> on on he camera is, he gets, a second he's ago he's supposed to eat at eight and he gets really mad who's this smigel chagall Chagall, gotcha. After the Russian painter. I Chagall. see. I don't think I'm familiar with that painter. He's kind of a minor painter, but he was a Russian. A minor artist, painter. And he did, yeah, he did a sweet. He did a lot of beautiful work. Was he a very a, romantic work? Was he a communist? I think he was. He predates the revolution, or he's right alongside of it. I forget. Gotcha. Um. Well, anyway, the 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 teacher i knew who was full-time for a second they were trying to be an artist and it was like yeah just being a full-time teacher not because it's not even just the hours it's like that you work like you're at the school for like eight or nine hours and then and then there's travel time which makes it like i don't know an extra hour and a half maybe so and then when you're home, you have probably just as much homework as the kids have, 
and you have to do lesson plans and i guess like even when you're relaxing and recovering from a job like that it's recovery from the job so it's almost like those are hours dedicated to the job you know what i mean yeah exactly and uh that and that's what when i was working for fucking uh whole foods that, that i I got to feeling like that, that I was like, I feel like the hours that I'm not working are just like recovering from the hours that I spent working. And I'm like, how, how am I supposed to like, how am I supposed to build a life around this? Um, yeah. Like it's just most jobs. Yeah. And that, I mean, like, that's kind of what I've learned. And, and that's why like I live. Yeah. I live a bit. Up. You continue talking. I'm just going to go off sure uh and th that's why i guess i live like kind of an unorthodox lifestyle you know like i work <laughs> a few hours a day in the middle of the day and like do dog sittings and and shit and it's not steady it's kind of here and there but that this is how i'm able to do uh other things with my life besides the main income that i need to keep a roof over my head and like food uh and like feed my cat and stuff yeah and uh so yeah i i i think but but a lot of people just want just want their job i guess and and like and that for that to be the only thing in their life and and let that provide everything for them like their social life, like, if they ever go out, they're going bowling with their work friends or going out for a drink after work, you know, that, and that's their entire social life. I think that's enough for some people. Um, but it, I, I think I learned pretty young that that probably wasn't going to be enough for me, which is why I have uh, been seeking an alternative lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I'm an, I'm an alt really... girl. That's right. You go. You go. I'm gonna. Uh, I like work. I'm gonna get a know? red streak highlighted in my hair. You should do that. That's fun. <laughs> you should. Why not? You should just do that. Yeah, dye it all black except for nails, except for one streak. I want to paint my nails blue. Have you ever done that before? No. You never painted your nails? No, I never painted my nails. I also just figured, you know, cool. I started with working. You know, I'm already getting hazed in my apprenticeship. Uh huh. Because that's it usually happens in the beginning. Oh no, it happens all five years. Um, all from what I understand. Oh, it's a five-year apprenticeship. Yeah, it's a five-year apprenticeship. That's for for what? Electrician? Plumbing, pipe fitting. Oh, okay. So that's. Nope. I mean, you. That's the same time amount as med school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've been. In, I will be in school longer than a doctor. A PhD uh, in plumbology. Depending on where I go and how hard. Work, I could make more than a doctor. Yeah, if you really work that plunger, and uh, and if if you really turn the handle on that on that no, uh, drain I snake, I don't do any service plumbing. Oh, I see. That's you for, only uh, do. That's for a lesser man. What okay. you do? Logistical plumbing. <laughs> what no, what is we it? We do new construction. We put in pipe. Oh, put in pipe ooh. Maintain uh, like air air or gas. Are you gonna learn? Uh, are you gonna learn like? Uh design like how the pipes yeah you learn uh, how to lay it out wow learn how to lay it out then learn how to lay it out via code and then learn how to do specifications for code so do you do all that in a computer or in a software yeah you do it in cad um and then you, so okay. you lay it out in cad which is like a, a drafting software mm -hmm. is it and like then, a is it 3d yeah you can do it 3d nice. but it, you just do a layout and then you have you obviously go into the physical space and then you you know, orient yourself to it with the plans and then you figure out where everything goes via the plans. And nice. You might change things based on if something didn't go according to plan. Like sometimes, you know, like, oh, look, this board wasn't supposed to be here according to the plan, but sure. it's here. So now we have to move 45 degrees this way. Mm. Or put 90 degrees this way, do a little turn or whatever in the pipe. But yeah, no, it's it's fun. It's just a weird... Yeah, that sounds sweet. Weird thing. I got into towards the uh a few months ago so like pretty into the pandemic and still during the pandemic i got into like uh watching like engineering shit 
on YouTube and like HVAC stuff and and how heating pumps work and and uh, some like simple combustion engine type stuff. The difference between what is it a a diesel engine and a spark engine? Um, like the yeah, like a like a, I don't know, but yeah, sure. yeah, and uh, all that and, and just seeing like the. I I like seeing the 3D models because everything is all like 3D models and and that's the software that they use to like basically just make a 3D uh render of whatever environment you're doing the work in and then you kind of do it in the software before you do it in in real life, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that so it's like you're you're just playing 3D pipe fitter simulator for for Xbox before you no, exactly before you, you go yeah. into uh <laughs> you just set it and you just do there's a bunch of weird stuff and then the, like it's funny too because so the program I'm in is plumbing and pipe fitting mm -hmm. but those are two distinctive kind of routes right. like fitters are are different than plumbers because fitters are doing industrial commercial work mm -hmm. um and it's a lot bigger pipe usually, and it's a lot of welding and stuff like that. So like you, you there's also there's a, a track in this program where you can learn how to pipe weld, mm -hmm. um, and that's a very high paying position, but it's also incredibly boring. Um, yeah, what is uh, what would that entail? Weld pipe all day. Uh, right, which somebody sets it for you, they hold it, and then you weld it, and then you go to the next link of pipe. And you have to be perfect. So you're just doing it. right, and and the X-ray it. So you're just doing hours and hours and hours of that. Yeah, hours in front of a welding, breathing in fumes. Uh, yeah, you know, dying slowly of of uh, of heavy metal poisoning, which happens to a lot of welders. That's the world, man. There's specialized work, and there and usually specialized work is very high paid, but not all. And like specialized work sounds like oh, special specialized like. That that can be fun, but then sometimes it's it's just welding. It's like oh, but if I, I would imagine that's just boring after a while, like bagging groceries. But si but yeah, since it but since it's like a torch, like a like a really hot dangerous thing. But it's like driving a car. It's like it, it's dangerous and scary when when you're learning. But I imagine after you know how to do it, it it's just like anything else, like riding a bike. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you can run a run run like lines on a welder, then you're doing pretty good. I I've done it a couple times. You got some welding college. under your belt. Very very little, but enough to know that it's like something that it just is. You should do underwater annoying. welding. I don't know. I don't Shit's like crazy. Sounds fake. The first time I heard about underwater welding, I was like, haha, because I thought that was it was in the context of a joke, but I thought yeah. the joke was that they were that it's like, oh, you can't weld underwater because it's fire. And then it's like you you learn that it's a real fucking thing and it's like, oh my god, it's so hot that it can burn underwater. Yeah, those guys get paid so much. Well, it's, it's the combined income of uh, yeah. If you don't if you don't make the same amount as a diver and a welder combined, let's look it up. At least, yeah. Underwater what on, welder. What on Glassdoor? Uh, we we got to look up three things, I guess. Twenty five thousand to eight eighty thousand. What? In what state? Okay, so here's what I'm going to say about that. You're a, <laughs> an underwater yeah, welder. You can't look up Glassdoor for anything union because they just underball, like they undershoot it by a lot. Sure. But like, <laughs> if underwater, yeah, because you're supposed to make an, un as an underwater welder, you, it's, a, it's like a hundred hour an hour job. That's what Indeed is telling me. So you probably make, I would imagine between seventy and a hundred dollars, because I think welders usually get a differential on top of whatever wage like the union pays. So like union in my union or in my local, it's like 
39 50 an hour is what a journeyman makes mm-hmm. and then like a welder makes like 43 50 an hour because oh, that's there's, like nice. a, there's a three because it's a specialized thing right and then um and then i imagine underwater welding if it's i don't know all this transparency you know how much you're gonna make and like if you go a certain direction you'll have have pretty much a guaranteed income <laughs> sounds nice yeah no, it's, yeah no, it's, yeah it's great uh if i move to new york city actually hold on, i want to i'm gonna like special interest time i'm gonna look this up local one you a pay scale No, not three fifty. See, yeah. So the unit, my union, United Association, is is. Oh wait, here we go. Wage rates, New York City. Uh, why won't they tell me? Chagall, stop. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I gotta, I gotta deal with him. He is very mad. <laughs> What'd you do? He's just hungry. Oh. He's hungry, but he can't eat for an hour, and he gets really mad. <laughs> so. Did you kick his ass out? Yeah, he's in here with Megan now. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, you have to run out of the run out of the room he's just a little nightmare megan's got all these plants that are really delicate Aww. and he can't just but he wants to go and just flack them or like dig the leaves out of the thing yeah does he want to eat the leaves ever no he just likes tearing it up gotcha benji likes to toilet paper he does that with toilet paper wow what a rascal you have a rascally yeah. cat that's sweet oh he is he's a motherfucker um my my cat has been weird lately because I'm switching him from his old dry food diet to a wet food diet because he used to eat hey. he used to eat special dry food and now and the vet was like you don't have to keep giving him this so I'm like cool so I'm trying to give him different food and he eats it but he doesn't he only likes it when it's fresh out of the can and if it sits out for more than like 15 or 30 minutes he thinks it's painted so i'm just trying to get him to eat it after it's been sitting out for a bit Chagall or me uh, he will wet food he's eaten wet food his entire life yeah i don't even know if he'd like dry food you just give him like cheap stuff like friskies yeah. no we get him the no 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 we give him like Grain-free, vegetable-free. What brand? It's, it's close to all meat. It's one that, it's one that Petco has here. Pet Smart. Oh, okay. I don't know what the brand is, but yeah, we were doing stuff that you could get at Tractor Supply. Oh, okay. Stop smelling. Oh, we Tractor Supply. I love Tractor Supply. They're the fucking tits. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get Benji cheap shit. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck it. Where? Oh, man, I'm so pissed. His Why favorite. Just tell me. His favorite food what? is the sink. To be perfectly honest. Ugh. He likes that more than, more than food. So here's what I'm seeing. He does like food. A union plumber in New York is between one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars and one hundred thirty-eight thousand. So we're gonna say one hundred thirty thousand. Wow. Let me do some math real quick. One hundred thirty thousand. Divided by 52 weeks, it's $2,500 a week. Divided by 40 hours, 6250 6250 an hour. So if I move to New York, I'll make 3125 an hour. Probably. Damn. Yeah, and that's at 50% scale. So if I was in, damn, I gotta move to New York. Really <laughs> hard union to get into though. Yeah, you'll be uh, you'll be sitting sitting pretty. Is that what I'll they say? I'll be able to have a nice apartment. I'll be able to I'll be able to not live. Yeah, you in a co like a co opted. Well, you and you and uh, you and Megan will still be can live together on your own, uh, and not oh, yeah. and not have to have a roommate while you're married. 
Exactly. Which I imagine would suck major balls for everyone. <laughs> no, I think it would just suck in general. I mean, if you wanted to live with us, that's fine. Well, but I would yeah, go, that's like, what I, I, I was going to say. Else. If it was like a friend, but if it was like a like a random uh, other New Yorker, like some some 20-year-old who wants to move to the city and be a fucking comedian or musical theater person. Ooh. Is that self-deprecating in some way? Uh, really yeah, yeah somewhat. I mean, <laughs> the, because really, you shouldn't you shouldn't do what I did, but I just had I had nothing else to do. How old were you when you moved? Twenty one. Uh, twenty. Damn. Yeah, I just turned twenty. So you've been there for five years. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just about in August. Wow. Mm-hmm. Five years. Yeah. You're twenty five so now, right? Or twenty four? I just turned twenty five. Yep. Wow. Damn. Yep, I am an adult. Uh, there is no mistaking. Uh, 24... 24 was, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not a kid anymore. And now it's, like, very apparent to me that I'm, like, not a fucking kid anymore. Uh, but, but it's, but it's good because now I, you know, I've established some independence and I'm living the kind of life that I want to live. So, yeah, exactly. That's I'll take that over uh being a kid. But I'm still a kid. I'll always be a kid. Will you? Uh you sure? Yeah, and if I stop being a kid, I'll kill myself. Harsh. Um well, I mean, it's it probably is I just said I'll always be a kid. So, I'll I'll never kill myself. So there you go. It's only dark if you if someone takes that away from me. And uh, like you tried to by questioning me. You went, <laughs> I said, I'll always be a kid. And you said, well, here's exactly how you said it. You said, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Did you see the did you see the, the tweet that I uh um, did you see the tweet that I, I, I put it on Instagram today? Uh, I gotta, I gotta read no, it. I... It blew my mind. I gotta show it to you. I had to ship my phone away, and I'm using an old phone that doesn't have Instagram on it. And it's actually been kind of nice. But uh, no, I didn't I didn't see this tweet. Oh. So, Zinni. I don't know if you know who Zinni is. Is that a person? Hold on. Zinni is this person. Oh, okay. Yeah. What? What so do they study? Kind of a meme, right? <laughs> I don't know. So, a tech culture journalist. So, the tweet that they made was, Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein are were both gay. This oh, is fact, okay. Yeah, I, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know uh, what that means. I don't know. I don't know what, but I just wanted to think about it because I. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think a lot about Jeffrey Epstein, and I have thought about yeah. him for a long time. He's been, um, and... I think it's safe to say a lot of people think a lot about uh, Jeffrey Epstein. No, not to take that away uh, from you, I apologize. Yeah. But but so he has much. been he has been so in our hearts and minds. other people, Rain. I wish you would stop, because I think about Jeffrey Epstein way more than other people do. Yes, and, and, and more, more than me. I myself. guess that's the, uh, that's what I'm trying to emphasize here, because I actually don't, Unless I'm like listening to to a podcast or something, I usually I don't really spend a lot of time thinking about Jeffrey Epstein or Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, because their crimes uh, make me feel bad, and I don't want to feel bad. <laughs> oh, they make me. Uh, they... Yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't listen to. Do you ever listen to Chapo anymore? I don't listen to Chapo anymore. Um. Really. Well, I I've never really listened to Chapo. Not for. I I think they're. I think they're funny guys, but I don't. They're like a political podcast, mostly like political comedy, and and I don't really agree with their politics that much. Um. Like I get politics from other places. Um. So I I just never really checked them out. But I have. I listened to like the ContraPoints episode. Um. I did too. It was a good episode. And and uh and and they they haven't all there hasn't been like a crossover episode with Cometown, but there's been like 
Felix and and like uh, what's the other guy's name? Matt have both been on Comtown, right? No, there was one crossover episode. It was when the Joker came out. All okay, I think I were on um, were on Chapo. I think okay, yeah, I probably listened to that. That's and if a good I episode. and if I haven't, then I need to get on it. <laughs> yeah, I listened to. I used to listen to True and on a Chapo all the time. Right. And I just like became very obsessed. Uh, well, yeah, because it's like a—it's such no, a really such a deep it's rabbit hole. Um, well, no, everyone's got to have. Uh, we're all just fucking around here on Earth. No, I just became a really annoying communist. That's the problem. I oh, just, like, I see. I mean, it's not like I just became like super annoying about. Yeah, what is it about? Like, uh, well, no, I, I guess not. Communists and conspiracy theory aren't. But a lot of conspiracy conspiracy theorists and like hardcore politics usually go hand in hand, right? Usually, just like yeah. just ha having like an extreme view of the world. I think. I mean, I think that communist, like most communists, and their conspiracy theories to me are a little more grounded. Usually, because it's like I don't know, there's that meme that's floating around where it's like. Like a normal conspiracy theorist is like the Earth is flat, and then like a leftist conspiracy theorist is like the CIA killed this person. Uh, sure. <laughs> it's just like, and they're like, yeah, they did. Yeah, like, but, like um... the Kennedy assassination, <laughs> assassination is is like the government. Um, it, did MLK get smoked by the government, or is that a conspiracy? I think so. Okay, because I. So did Malcolm X, right? I, I, I don't know. I don't know what is... I, I haven't looked into... Uh, uh, again, I, I, it's not that it's not that I can't stomach it. It's I guess it's just that I would rather not. I haven't looked into a lot of uh, assassinations just because, like, the su subject matter isn't... It is a little dark to me. Uh, I did, like... I, I guess I have done a little reading on the Kennedy assassination. And I mean, I would, I guess I would be lying if I said it, it did seem a little like, I, I don't know. I, I guess the idea that there could be some kind of conspiracy behind it, like some kind of deeper, um, you know, something than just a, a lone gunman in a window, um, then, you know, sometimes it, it is just, like, some guy. Yeah, I mean, I think the Kennedy is at, like, the, it, the last podcast on the left did, like, a, like, a episode deep dive into it, and I thought it was really good. On the Kennedy assassination? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, worth listening to. They had a lot of interesting... The theory that they kind of arrived at seemed the most logical. Um, but I don't know. I mean, the whole thing, it was just muddled. I always it thought it like was funny how... Uh, in... Did you ever listen to Bill Hicks or check out Bill Hicks yes. at all? I always thought oh, it was funny how he... Like, the Kennedy assassination was, like, part of his shtick. When it happened like 30, 30 years ago, he's like, "Yeah, the the Kennedy assassination uh, uh, exhibit is uh, is really accurate because they show the window and Oswald's not in it." <laughs> like, dude, this is oh, like this material was like fresh twenty years ago. Why? <laughs> but then it's funny because it's like. <laughs> He was a wild guy. Are you serious, yeah, I or? Like, I like Bill Hicks, but I also like. I don't know. He got annoying after a while. Like I listened to him, and like he just was annoying to me after a while. He was a guy where it was like. I checked him out, and I was like, "Wow, this guy is like really." Kind of ahead of his time, you know, and, and like he's a he's an artist who does what he does, and he's been doing it for a long time. He started when he was, like, 14. He was, like, 31 when he died, I think. What? Um, yeah, he died very young. What did he die of? Uh, cancer? Lung cancer, yeah, I think. Oh, or yeah. maybe esophageal cancer. Um, 
he was he was 33 when he died uh wow. so he'd been almost doing comedy like 20 years and he had been like he was just really successful at it at a young young age so it was it it was really just like watching a almost like a like a prodigy uh at his craft you know and uh but but he but like a comedian is like you're you're like turning your literal life experience and like your worldview into art in a way that like that that like a physical medium like painting or film or 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 comedy writing you you just turn yourself into a soap opera almost wild yeah i would act, i would argue that acting is very similar yeah that's true that. that's true because it, especially nowadays because you it's not to be a successful actor you not only have to be someone who people want to see in the movies you have to be someone that people want to like see you carrying a bunch of dunkin donuts at once on the street you know and and yeah you have to be the rock and, and that means something to them right or, or yeah, they want to see your new tattoos. Or uh, yeah, Jimmy you know. The Rock is the only like really like good actor. The Rock is the only good. Or Daniel. Uh, Are you Daniel serious? He's kind of, he's kind of dropped. You know, he's retired. You know, he did that one last movie with uh, with, uh, with who? With uh, PD Paul David. What's his name? Who's the guy? Uh, who's the guy that directed There Will Be Blood? Paul Thomas Anderson. And, uh, yeah, Paul Tom. Yeah, P.T. Anderson. You know, now that Daniel Day Lewis is retired, I feel like The Rock is really the only one. He's the last. The last uh, he's the last um, of the actors. Honestly, I can't think of any good actors. Like, I will I, say I, there was a there was one scene in Baywatch which I did not see, uh, where The Rock he really he, you see you said that really fast. I feel like you're lying. Um, no, I didn't see it. I didn't see the Baywatch remake. Um, I've never seen. Are you crossing your fingers and your toes right now? No. Shut up. No. And I'd never seen the original with Pamela Anderson and her large breasts. I've never seen either of them. Um, But there is one scene in the Baywatch remake where uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson did not uh, do a pump for his muscles. He didn't didn't do like a bunch of push-ups or like bench press until his until his muscles were pumped he just let it let it go like free like his like his pecs were looking a little saggy almost because they weren't like inflated uh muscly and it's like wow that that is almost like um an auteur uh of of an actor just someone who's willing to to like just like a super jacked guy who's willing to go, I'm still jacked, but I'm not in performance mode. I just think that's that can really speak to an entire generation of uh, all kinds of people. I'm trying to figure out if I can find this picture of him having saggy muscles. Uh, I think he's in a sauna in that scene. He is legitimately... so huge yes he is a a he is a huge man he's a very large man with very large shoulders and and it's really again it's like a lifetime of work uh because he started he started like bodybuilding and shit when he was like 15 like if you find a picture of him when he was 15 he's already like in ass-kicking mode. Here's my question, though. Can you think of any good actors that are currently acting today? Uh, I, I can think of, like, two. You mentioned Joker uh, earlier. The, I oh, think, I guess Joaquin Phoenix is one. Yeah, totally Joaquin Phoenix. Um, uh, and then, yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis is retiring. Like, yeah, I guess, like, yo- younger guys, right? Like, like Robert De Niro is still working, but he doesn't really do. He's a hundred and fifty years old. Right, and yeah, he he just goes to award shows. He gives like grandpa political takes, and everyone applauds. Uh Trump's bad. 
All right, number one, fuck Trump. <gasps> Scoots out of there on a grocery cart. Taxi driver said fuck Trump. He said dump Trump. He said black dump. Um, who? Yeah, who? Like, who are? Who's a young actor? Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, I was thinking that too. But is he a good actor? I don't know. Um. He, I, he's mostly played the same kind of roles, I think. These kind of like moody, uh, like younger, like barely teenager, young twenty guys. So I want to see what did they? Is he going to look fourteen forever? I don't know because they just cast him in some in, in like a like a big role, like a like a big ass deal type role where it was like whoa he's gonna do oh yeah he's gonna play willy wonka oh that's gonna suck um probably but i am interested i don't know why Depp's willy wonka was there's, like there's absolutely passable. there's absolutely no reason why i should be interested in a gritty reboots wait no it's like a it's like Cruella, but with Willy Wonka. It's like the dark backstory of Willy Wonka, which is what the Tim Burton was anyway. Yeah, the, I mean they did that. They did that already in the Johnny Depp one, where it shows guy. where it shows how like his yeah his father was Dracula. Why do we need a whole other? His, movie? his father was literally Saruman <laughs> and wouldn't allow him to have candy as a child. Yeah, I feel like Johnny Depp was like... Uh, no son of mine will be a chocolatier. <laughs> and I shall move to Bavaria. Move to Bavaria and then do like slavery. The only uh, capitals of the world. Colonialism on, some, on, a, on, a, on a group of alien yeah, people. Right, he enslaves a tribe of pygmy Africans. And, and he's... He's like, oh, you have trouble getting cocoa beans. Well, I can provide cocoa beans in exchange for <laughs> you and your offspring's life's work. Yeah, what a villain. I hope they, if they address that in the movie, I think that would really, <laughs> that would really set it above the rest, honest. If they, if they just made like a. He's talking to his grandpa and his grandpa's like, and one day. You might get to own slaves too. <laughs> wow, Papa. Papa. You really mean it? Like a modern yeah, day. Know. Oh my god. Just a modern day slave driver. Does uh does Gene Wilder come back in this movie? Uh the new Timothy Chalamet movie? Oh, they uh, should do the yeah, they should like CGI like reanimate it. Yeah. Uh, right, yeah, right. I'm <laughs> Silver Bullet. I can't believe you know that. That's so great. That movie's I I watched I've never that movie. I've seen that movie. I just know that he was in Blackface. It's on I watched it because it's on like the AFI 100 years 100 laughs i think and it's so funny because like half of the movies on the afi comedy list are like not funny at all <laughs> by today's standards uh and and that wasn't one of them that movie does have its moments but yeah there is the scene where it is richard pryor's idea in the movie to go like all right we gotta sneak you past these black people all right we're gonna put shoe polish on your face and here's how to act black it's like jeez I, did he have a writing credit? Because if he didn't, that's really fucked up. Silver, what is it? Silver Streak, I think. Yeah, Silver Streak. <laughs> CGI? <laughs> CGI Gene Wilder back to life just to put him in blackface. <laughs> Arthur Miller directed that. The... Arthur Miller directed that. <laughs> Arthur not Hiller, not Arthur Miller, the fuck, <laughs> the fucking Crucible. He went from writing the Crucible to directing Richard Pryor. Uh, okay, who who wrote this? Colin Higgins. Yep, this guy's not black. This guy is French. 
Oh boy. Well, that's terrible. Colin Higgins directed. Colin Higgins. He also directed. He also wrote Nine to Five. Wrote and directed Nine to Five. Yeah, and this movie called Foul. The and also the best little whorehouse of Texas. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I don't know if I want to watch it. If this guy, this guy's canceled. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds is in the best little whorehouse in Texas, and Dolly Parton, and Dom DeLuise, and Jim Neighbors. I guess they liked him. They wanted to work with him again. Man, I really want to watch the best little whorehouse in Texas now. <laughs> well, watch it and tell me how it is. What's the plot? What's the? Are you asking me? No, I'm looking. Okay. I just watched The Ring. Have you seen that? Yeah, The Ring, the horror movie. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty good. I mean. I feel like it was of an era, and that era is now gone, so I appreciated it for what it was, but... Yeah, I thought it was... It wasn't bad. It was very 2000s. Um, yeah, like, extremely... 2000s. But it hasn't aged super poorly. Um, no. It, it, it's still pretty entertaining. Um, I It starts off a little slow, and, and yeah. it starts off... I think every horror movie, I don't know if it's just like the genre or if the studios make them do it, like they like the opening has to be scary or something. But I feel like every horror movie starts out the same way in that like usually the first 20 minutes or so just don't mean anything to the greater like plot. Yeah, There's exposition. Right, and, but but they also or a lot of times it's like back right, exposition that doesn't even serve as exposition. It's like just meant to be creepy kind of atmosphere and, and to scare you so that you feel like scared going in so that you're not uh, like, like you can't have a scary movie, not be scary until halfway through. You know what I mean? Like it has to start yeah. off. Uh, I don't know, but, but no, I don't Midsummer really. Was, Midsummer was different that way though. Midsummer was, was not scary until the middle. Um, I don't know. They start off with the. Oh wait, no, they start off with the terrible. Right, and, and like, and that imagery, <laughs> and that imagery, like throughout the film, and uh, yeah, that that movie was pretty creepy. Um, I love that movie. That's one of my favorite movies of all. Time. I was just gonna say, I didn't, I didn't love it. I did, I did really like it though. I thought it was really good. Um, what about Hereditary. How'd you feel about Hereditary? Um, I I still haven't seen that. I actually need to. Uh, Dude, I I want to watch so the other two. What is that guy's oh name? God. Ari Ari Aster. Ari, Ari Aster. Yeah. Yeah. What else has he directed? He's only done those two, right? Um, and he did The Witch as well. Uh, which no, I no, he didn't. It was somebody else. No, I think The Witch is him. I'm looking it up. I was just looking at it yesterday. It's summer, Hereditary, and the strange thing about. The Johnsons. Oh wait, he what the, the fuck? Rich. I'm so. I guess I'm really just. The witch was directed by. Stupid. I'm fucking Robert dumb. Eggers. Yeah, some other guy. That's Robert so crazy. All right. Well, no, Robert that's Eggers, not crazy. I'm just crazy. This is why I'm not confident. Man. This is why I don't have confidence because I shouldn't. Because I because I so confidently say shit like no I'm pretty sure of it and then I'm just literally dead wrong. It's a different guy. Um, completely, He's totally different. I'm not down on myself. This Same is just genre, like I, I'm though. saying. I'm saying I, I'm saying I really. If people are if people are like oh you should be more confident you'll be happier and it's like no I shouldn't have more confidence because I'm wrong a lot of the time not <laughs> not all the time but you know often enough that it's like I shouldn't be so like set on that that I'm right about everything. Yeah, so that guy's directed The Witch, The Lighthouse, and he's directing The Northman. Oh, he did The Lighthouse? Th that's with Willem Dafoe and uh, yeah. Robert Pattinson, right? I haven't seen oh, that either. Dude, the Northman sounds crazy. It's set in Iceland at the turn of the 10th century. A Nordic prince sets out on a mission of revenge after his father is murdered. That sounds fun. Wow, a Nordic prince in 
in 10th century Iceland. Can only imagine. What was that? Around. I've seen the witch or or. What was that? Like feudal times. I don't know what it would be like in Iceland. Could have been fucking the modern era in Iceland. I don't I'm know trying to imagine like what the wardrobe would be. Is it going to be like riding cloaks and and vests? Probably. Like, you know, vests and pantaloons. That's like the Middle Ages. Yeah. Yeah, it's like um, Dark Ages, Middle Ages, that era. Yeah. Kind of I'm trying to watch more movies lately. I've been my my focus has been shit. Uh, but I'm, yeah, I, I just gotta find things to focus on. I gotta find things to do. I just watched, uh, A Quiet Place. Uh, yes. Yeah. Two nights ago, and then I watched A Quiet Place Part 2 last night. I've been trying to, I just put that on my list as well, A Quiet Place. So, what it... It was good. Yeah. John Krasinski go hard, evidently. He does? I didn't know that he, uh, someone who played Jim in the office for 15 years. Right. Or whatever, however many years. Uh, could also be good at directing something that wasn't just being a shitty rom-com uh, situational comedy. I feel but, like uh, I keep seeing John Krasinski, like, j over the past, like, three or four years, like, he, he's kind of had more mainstream stardom, you know, outside of... Because uh, he did that Michael Bay movie where he's just killing, uh, I think, pe yeah, the people in Palestine. Or whatever. Yeah, and... Uh, and he then, also did 17 hours or something? The 13 hours, I think. That's the Michael Bay movie where, hours, where he's... And then he also was in Jack Ryan. He's just killing Middle stuff. Eastern people in that yeah. movie. It's very right-wing from what I understand. And, uh, and, and, yeah, and then he wrote, directed, and Bernie starred supporter. in a movie. He, he was a Bernie supporter? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Um, he, then he started a YouTube show during the pandemic, pandemic. which he then sold for like a couple million dollars and uh so yeah he seems like a pretty savvy business guy like because that's he wrote and directed both of the quiet place movies right and uh, that so it seems like the you know the industry likes him that he's got you know unless something horrible happens uh publicly uh, to ruin him he seems to have like staying power in the industry because like as an actor that that's all you could hope for i i would think um because like yeah to get a to get like a really a really good like major role on a on a sitcom and and then to go, I think he directed episodes of The Office as well. I think a bunch of the, uh, I think a bunch of people from The Office eventually ended up like directing or producing episodes of it just because they knew it like by the books. And uh, but and to go from that to being like a, you know, an action star to then a writer director and you know probably be a producer one day since he just sold like some shit like. That's entrepreneurial. Yeah, Michael Bay co or was a co-producer on uh, Quiet Place too. I didn't realize that. Oh, that's really? So he. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That's connections. You know, it, it it's like, it's, it's more money. It's bigger shit, but it's all just like yeah, connections and knowing people and who wants to work with you. Because I would imagine if if John Krasinski had not have done Thirteen Hours, he wouldn't have gotten. Uh, like Michael Bay would not have been a producer on that yeah. movie. Um, and so yeah, that's how the game is played. I don't know if I want to play it, but <laughs> no, I mean, I, that's I, what I've learned. Like, I think, uh, I think he's a really smart guy as far as like, oh yeah, totally. Very, very savvy. And I mean, it's so funny too, cause he used to be, I just haven't seen any of the shit that he's in. Like I, I see all all this stuff come out because it's it's like major stuff, you know, like major studio productions. It it yeah. just none of it. I mean, my my media intake has 
has been like less mainstream over the past few years. That's the gayest hipster shit I've ever said in my life, I think. Um and but but I I I'm usually aware of what's coming out even if I don't like seek it, you know. So I haven't seen any of this John Krasinski stuff and I and I'm not really like like a fan uh per se. But like to see, but like seeing, seeing like I I did watch The Office, I guess. So like seeing his his trajectory and his journey. Megan is the only person I knew who hasn't watched The Office. Oh really? She should. Yeah. Uh, is she trying to keep she, it that she, way? Yeah, she's trying to keep it that way. She gotcha. Yeah. She, she she's like watched an episode and she was like, I'm not doing this. Wow. Yeah. She that good like, for I her. Good for her. It's really like it's overrated. Um, it's fine, but it's overrated. That was funny at the time that I watched it. I mean, it was like, it was... Oh, uh, there's a timer. It's been an hour. I'm done talking to you. Oh, that's cool.